This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. is Sid and Friends in the Morning. For my friends. 77 WABC. What were they doing? Mm. Why does Corinne Jean-Pierre get out on January 10th and say, we're all transparent, we, we have completed, I assume it's all been completed, two days later we found out there are more documents. So they not only don't have their story straight, but that tells me that they were doing something during those two months. During those two months, I can guarantee you, in that house where Joe Biden said he was, where he was living and Hunter said he was paying $49,000 a month rent, which to me is money laundering to his father, Joe. Joe says he only made $19,000 a month on that house that Hunter gave him $50,000 a month to rent. So there's all kinds of questions that you've got going on here, and nobody's answering them. We're supposed to just say, oh, it's not as bad as Trump. It's worse. At least Trump was a president. Mm. These are all Obama-era documents. And i got to say one more thing. Andrew McCabe, of all people to talk about this. This guy gets thrown out of the FBI for leaking documents. He comes around and he says, you know what? We really, we really should, we should not give the Republicans anything and we should let them do whatever they want to do, but don't cooperate. No. And at the end of the day, it's a huge gift to Trump. How can you not love this lady? My God, she's so good. Whether it's the Five on Fox News, that's where that was from. Of course, Sunday mornings here on WABC. Well, I've got a huge crush on her anyway. She knows that. She's the great Judge Janine Pirro. Judge, uh, just so you know, with Sid, I've got Andrew Giuliani sitting in with me today. So he's a big fan of yours. He loves you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I like what you had to say there because while I'm doing the show, you, you're in the studios on Sunday. You know we've got these TVs in the newsroom. And out of the corner of my left eye, I see CNN. I see MSNBC. And all they've done for days is make the argument that what Joe Biden did was not nearly as bad as what Donald Trump did. And you made the astute point there that it was worse. And why was that again? It was worse because at least President Trump was the president, which gives him the authority to declassify. Joe Biden was a vice president. He did not have the power to declassify. And let's talk about the timing. All of the records, documents that they're admitting to at this point are from his time during the Obama administration when Hunter Biden was making a killing out there with his vacuum cleaner, sucking up money from <laughs> around the world. Okay, that during that time, though, that means that those documents are six years old. So what you know, why are they holding on to those documents? We know they're from Ukraine, Iran, the United Kingdom, relating to those topics. Now, think about this, did the truth and Andrew. 
The truth is that Ukraine is where Joe Biden said, you're not getting our money, ha, 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 unless you get rid of the prosecutor investigating my son's company that he makes fifty or $80,000 a month from. And now I know why Joe was so passionate about yep, it. Yep. He was getting $50,000 a month from his son, allegedly, for rent on a joint that isn't worth more than $6,000 a month. <laughs> I mean, give me a break. He actually called the guy during that little rant there a son of a bitch. Yeah. You, uh, no, no, I, I just am just so curious. How can the White House now, considering all this and the document releases, by the way, which I expect them more to come, how can they justify not releasing any visitor logs to Biden's house now, considering the classified information we knew it was stored right behind his Corvette, his prize Corvette? Well, not only the Corvette, Andrew, but in a, another room adjacent to the garage, whatever that yeah. means. That means, uh, well, well I'll, I'll leave that alone. But it's not <laughs> only that. If, yeah, I, I, <laughs> we're all thinking the same thing. So it's, it's, not just, it's not just those records. I mean, the truth is that they can say, look, there are no visitor logs, but they have Secret Service protection. So what did the Secret Service say? They say now, oh, we don't have any visitor logs either. Well, if you don't have a visitor log, you definitely had cameras. Show me the cameras. And you know what? You start bringing those Secret Service guys in or women one by one. Who did you see? Who came in during this month, during that month? You know, don't let them get away with it. Because just like Andrew McCabe, I mean, talk about a guy who wants to get on and pontificate. I mean, the guy was thrown out, as I said, thrown out of the FBI. He says, you know... Uh, you know, stop them at every turn. Don't give them any information. You know, let them hold you in contempt. I mean, well, sure, they got the attorney general. He won't prosecute you. He'll only prosecute Steve Bannon. I mean, it's crazy. We'll, we'll see those cameras right before we see the cameras of Paul Pelosi's house, by the way. That's when we'll see <laughs> yeah, that actual yeah. camera. That's right. That uh, Judge Dean Pirro here with uh, Sid and Andrew. Look, at the end of the day, Judge, uh, you're not going to uh, indict a sitting president for this. And Donald Trump is not going to go down for this either. There's going to be a lot of talk and nothing's going to happen. But I will say this. I watched that divisive speech from Joe Biden about MLK. Only he can find a way to take something like that and make it miserable and nasty. The problem at the southern border, obviously, is still a huge issue. So above and beyond this document story, which I think goes away eventually, nothing happens he really, he really has turned into one of the nastiest and least likable presidents in the history of this country. Yeah, the the guy is, he is very petty. He is a guy who is very hateful. He's divisive. He has teed up one part of America against another part of America. You know, it's one thing for a president to get out there, guys, and say, you know, the Iranians, they want to, uh, you know, the uh, the Ayatollah wants to kill us. They want to get rid of Israel. They want to do this or that. But it's another thing to pretty much trash your own people. And that's what Joe Biden has done. And that's the kind of hate that leads not just to the divisiveness, but it leads to it leads to violence. Hate leads to violence. Violence leads to retaliation and total community unrest. And that's what Joe Biden is doing. But I want to go back one second to the uh, to, to the document. Let me ask you this, guys. From November 2nd, when they say they first found the document, to January 9th or 10th, when we first heard about the document, what were they doing? The, the Biden people had those documents for two months before we heard boo. That tells me 
that they were that, that they were doing something. It wasn't just they were keeping it quiet because the best thing they could have done was they could have released the information the week of Christmas, the week after Christmas, New Year's, no press, nobody's talking, nobody's doing anything. What were they doing for two months with those documents? Well, let's turn that around. Let's turn that around to you, being you're asking the question because you're very, very bright, Janine. What do you think they were doing? It seems to me that they are putting all their ducks in the row. They're finding out what they've got there. Look, it's not beyond them because we know from Hillary, she literally destroyed 33,000 emails. Uh, It's not beyond them to destroy some of this stuff because once the Department of Justice had it on November 4th, you can say, look, you know, they didn't want to admit it before the midterms, but that's who they are. They did the same thing with Hunter Biden's laptop before a presidential election. They're going to hide this. But they had a chance to release it when no one was looking. And, you know, it would have been an old story if it had been released weeks ago. They were doing something. They were identifying information. They were, as far as I'm concerned, the possibility of obstructing and destroying evidence is not beyond these people. So that's a question that you need to ask. Why? Why so long? What were they doing? You know, and that that's just something I want to go back to. That tells me that two months tells me that there's a lot of shenanigans going on. Well, Judge, this is a hard pivot, but I actually have a personal question for you. I'm in about a half hour leaving for jury duty, and you, being the esteemed judge that you are, how should I deal with that where I can fulfill my civic duty without getting in a three-week trial? What would you recommend? Very good question. Well, what I recommend is you keep your mouth shut and serve as a juror, okay? You have a civic responsibility. You have a, don't you dare talk about the criminal justice system unless you take advantage of the fact that you have an opportunity to make things right, okay? And that means, that means you never say anything like, well, he was arrested. You know, he must be guilty. No, no, no. Okay? No. Fair enough. Okay. Well, you're on your way. Yes. I never get picked. I want to get picked. I want that. They won't let me. He's on his way. He's going to go in about uh, 20 minutes. I do want to ask you about a local story. The mayor being you're here in New York City. You do your show from New York City every day, six days a week. He finally went to El Paso. I know it's about five months too late, but he finally listened to Governor Abbott. And unlike Joe Biden, he did actually tour, Janine, some of the nastier parts of the border, not the sanitized parts. Too little, too right. late for you. Are you okay with Eric Adams going this weekend? Let me tell you something. I, you know, and I've been very critical of him in terms of crime in New York at the cashless bail, but I'm glad he went to the border. And you know what? He's not quite there yet, but he's about to call out Biden. Okay. He said, this is a federal government yep. issue. This is not a, this is not a city issue. And as far as I'm concerned, it's just going to take a little more to get this guy, to get the mayor, Eric Adams, to come out and publicly say you can't allow this to happen in the United States without at least, you know, uh, taking care of the cities that are being overrun. The southern border is destroyed. These small town cities and villages, their budgets are, are, are totally, uh, uh, you know, consumed. With the illegals, but I give I give him credit, and I've been a big critic of Eric Adams. You know what? Get out there, and all we want is for people to be honest, guys. Just be honest. 
and will support you regardless of your party. Well, and Judge, that's what we need. I am looking at Sid Rosenberg across the studio right now, and I have to tell you, he looks as proud so as happy. a father whose son just scored the winning touchdown in the Super Bowl right now. There just now. may be a seat for you at the next yeah. dinner with Sid well, Rosenberg and Mayor Eric Adams. Well, I don't know if Curtis Lee ah, will get invited, well, but listen, there I, may I, be one for I, Judge I, I have the last couple of months made it my business to spend time with the mayor, Janine. I think you know this. We've gone for dinner on occasion. I help him feed the homeless on Wednesday nights because I came to the realization that city is more important to me than my politics. And if Eric Adams is willing to listen to a conservative, a Republican, and actually do something about it, why wouldn't I take that opportunity? And he is willing. That says a lot, no? Yes, it does say a lot. And I'll tell you, I'll give you another one, another kudos for him, which blew me away. When he said, we have, if we have mentally ill in New York City, we've got to have the power to at least take them in if they're homeless, take them in and see if they're a danger to themselves or other, you know, or others, and make sure that we start to do something about the med- mentally ill who are homeless in New York. I mean, the guy's starting to move to normal, okay? And I like it. <laughs> I love that. He's starting to move yeah. to normal. You are, you're just... You're the best, Janine. Yep. You really are. Five, right. well, five o'clock every day on Fox News, 11 o'clock every Sunday morning here on WABC. It's always a treasure having you on. You were great this morning. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Thank you. Hey, and Andrew, serve on that jury. <laughs> okay. Serve okay. people. Goodbye. I, all right. Take care. I've been, I'm uh, listening to the judge. I am not no, you have crossing to, yes. Judge Janine. Yeah. That's for sure. They've asked me to. Um, actually, one time I was supposed to face a jury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no jury duty, but uh, I did show up for yeah. that. So. Was, Lou, was Lou a witness in that? Yes, Lou was, was a witness. Was, yes. yeah. Too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Subpoenaed. And I had a dream team. My two attorneys were Joe Tacopina and Rudy Giuliani. Were they so, really? Yeah, oh, it was a pretty goodness. good team right wow. there. Yeah. <laughs> 1-800-848-WABC. 1-800-848-9222. Great stuff. And normally it's Judge the Janine. Italian who gets the Jewish lawyer, not I know. the Jew who gets the Italian lawyer. You're right about that. Very good, Why we're close, baby. That's why we're close. 